this week, a boy superhero named Buck Travers, a villain made completely out of chili, and a pumpkin patch run amok. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Hi, I'm Professor Theo. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful downtown Splendid, West Virginia. It's a town home to some of the most extraordinary young boys and girls and other creatures, unlike anything you'll find anywhere else. Trust me, I know. Some suggest that the uncanny abilities of the young ones and other things of this town are somehow tied to secret experiments of my lab. <laughs> I can assure you that is incorrect. I am only an observer of what wondrous things abound. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Buck versus the Great Chili Monster! Buck Travers is a good kid. I've known him for a long time but not many people know his big secret. At least not many people knew until that fateful day. Chilly day. Buck was a good kid. He was smart and nice and good at art, but he was very quiet. Teachers kept telling him to open up, speak out, but he mostly kept to himself. He had to. You see, Buck was keeping a pretty big secret. He was a superhero kid. Not many superheroes are kids. But Buck is both a kid and a superhero. Of course he can't tell anyone. Who would believe him? Do you think his teacher, Miss Robinson, would believe that the reason he took so long in the bathroom was because he was fighting off two evil aliens from another planet? Of course not but it's true. Do you think she'd believe that the reason he was staring out the window at the playground was that he was eyeing a possible enemy spacecraft just above the clouds? Of course not. She'd tell him to stop daydreaming and, and pay attention to her math lesson. Do you think his gym teacher, Mrs. Adkins, would believe that his lack of focus on the basketball court was due to the very real bad guys he was keeping away from the hoop? She probably wouldn't but that's exactly what he was doing. Indeed, his teachers and his classmates would never believe who Buck really was until that day. Chilly day. That's the day Buck would step out of the shadows to show his true colors. Chilly day. Kids don't like chili. Not when they could be dining on chicken nuggets or pizza. Nobody disliked Chili more than Buck, and Buck liked everything. He'd just as soon devour a giant plate of carrots and cucumbers and crackers as he would a fast food Happy Meal. Even folks that didn't hate Chili would, after the day the great Chili Monster appeared in that small elementary school cafeteria. It was a Tuesday, and it seemed like no different from any other day to most kids and teachers, but Buck had a bad feeling about this Tuesday. He could smell the chili cooking from down the hall. 
More importantly, he could hear it bubbling, talking, and planning something bad. The great chili monster is a large, oozing, hot, black and red pile of tomatoes, beef, and beans that stands ten feet tall and moves awkwardly but swiftly. When it opens its mouth, it emits a terrible scream and stench that terrifies all in its reach. It appears out of nowhere and attacks everyone in sight. But it won't make it far today. Buck is prepared. Buck is prepared with his handy-dandy corn dog blaster and his asparagus wand and his cookie shooter. Buck is glad his parents packed his lunch on chilly day. The great chili monster was no match. The battle was short, and Buck won. The hideous monster was defeated. The children, at one moment scared, now cheered for Buck for saving the day. Buck stood tall and proud on a cafeteria table and told them not to fear. The chili monster has been defeated with my corn dog blaster, asparagus wand, and cookie shooter. Fear no more, for tomorrow is pizza day! The kids screamed excitedly. Once back in the classroom, things calmed down and everything got back on schedule, though Buck still got the occasional pat on the back and thank you for defeating the chili monster remarks that other students and from teachers. Even the principal stopped by for a quick thanks. Everyone seemed so calm and happy, and that made Buck calm and happy. Of course, he can't get too comfortable. His classmates had witnessed the great chili monster, but they had no idea what was in store if the mixed vegetable bandit ever showed us face. If he did, Buck would be ready. Buck Travers isn't the only kid superhero in Splendid. His best friend Tracy is also a kid superhero. Learn about her on next week's episode of the Mystery Lab as Buck and Tracy unite to battle the monkey bar brute on the splendid elementary playground. Buck and Tracy are both pretty interesting kids indeed. Buck has a cousin named Toby, who's also quite interesting. He lives just down the block from me. Toby's very talented. He's a good cook. He's a farmer. Well, let's get to Toby's story. A summer campfire story. Midsummer pumpkin patch runs amok. Once there was a boy named Toby. Toby loved pumpkins and all things Halloween related. It was midsummer, though. Halloween was months away. Only 97 more days to Halloween, Toby screamed. Toby's dad attempted to channel his son's Halloween excitement back into the current month of July. Maybe we should plant pumpkins, Toby's dad suggested. Pumpkins take a long time to grow. Before they're ready to pick, Halloween will be here. So Toby and his dad planted pumpkins, fully aware that it would take two to three months before any of their autumn delights came to be. These pumpkins grew very fast, though. Their large leaves and long vines grew far more rapidly than any of the radishes, watermelons, beans, or cucumbers Toby and his dad planted. One day, 
While picking cucumbers under the sweltering summer sun, Toby was sure that one of those pumpkin vines grabbed at his ankles. Dad! His dad didn't believe him. Stop pranking your old man and get to work. The pumpkin patch continued to grow so large and so fast that those pumpkin vines began to take over the entire garden. Some stretched out as far as 30 feet. We're going to have to do something about these, Toby's dad warned. Together they trimmed back the long vines and many of the leaves. Don't worry, plenty remain. We'll still have pumpkins by October. For the first time in days, Toby and his dad could see the rest of the garden until the next morning. Toby awoke and went outside to pick beans and was astonished to find that all those long vines and large leaves had returned. He noted that several pumpkins had begun to grow. Dad! Toby screamed. But his father was nowhere to be found. The long, thick, green pumpkin vines started growing faster than ever. They were growing 13 inches a second, and the entire garden and backyard was soon full. Orange, rotund pumpkins were bursting to life as well, some as big as basketballs, others as large as beanbag chairs. One of the large pumpkins was wearing a familiar hat. That's my dad's hat, Toby was angry, sure that the runaway pumpkin patch with a mind of its own had somehow captured his father. Nobody messes with my dad, pumpkin patch. A determined Young Toby ran inside the house to the kitchen, dodging vines that tried to capture him with every step. Once in the kitchen, he grabbed an assortment of pans, utensils, whipped cream, and more. Toby returned to the backyard, his arms loaded down with kitchen supplies. All right, Pumpkin Patch, you asked for it. Just so you know, my dad didn't just teach me how to garden. He taught me how to cook, too. Toby marched bravely into the middle of that pumpkin patch as vines, leaves, and pumpkins surrounded him and appeared to swallow him up. Thankfully, the pumpkin patch was no match for our young hero. In fact, within hours, it was completely gone. Toby not only rescued his dad, but he also prepared and cooked 37 pumpkin pies in the process. Toby and his dad sat at the kitchen table, devouring bite after bite of Toby's delicious pie. They looked out the back window, where they could spy a bit of the backyard garden. All but the pumpkin patch remained. I think you were right, Dad, Toby conceded. I should probably slow down a bit and enjoy summer. His dad agreed. Yep, Halloween will be here before you know it. Deep in the ground of their garden, one lone pumpkin seed remained. It began to grow, plotting its revenge and counting down the days till fall. I can assure you, despite what you hear, I had nothing to do with any of the events described in this week's episode. The top-secret, confidential, only-for-me happenings of my uh, super-secret lab in no way influence the kids' superheroes or time-traveling teens or giant bugs or kids trapped in video games or, or whatever is going on with, with all of the extraordinary kids in this town. But I do know their stories. 
I'll share two more of those stories next week. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. The part of Buck Travers was played by Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. If you enjoyed this first episode of Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a beetle or an eggplant. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.